Well, it's been a long time coming. Over a year since we did the last GAR, now GAR Capital podcast. We'll just take away the decimal points there. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Carlos Garcia, founder and CEO of GAR Capital. I have a special guest with me. This is the vice president of GAR Capital. This is Nick Giacomo. Nick, how are you doing today? Good evening, guys. Uh, you may know Nick from the nightly videos that we do on our Discord channel for premium and masterclass signal members. Uh, but again, first time on the podcast? Yes. I mean, it was worth having you on just for this. Uh, so that again, maybe we could do it more often. These guys would like it. Uh, you know, I have to get over some of the stuff here before we begin. Uh, let's get to it. Uh, all trading is assumed with the risk of possible loss of capital. Use information at your own risk and practice proper risk management, as well as risk tolerance toward your account and margin requirements with your broker. None of the information provided is intended in any way, shape, or form to be used in, as investment advice. It is to be used for informational purposes only. We are not registered by investment advisors. Therefore, nothing should be taken as investment advice. Again, it's always important to have those disclaimers. You know, we get those legal eagles out of our head. But yeah, we're getting in. We're getting in this podcast. Let's do it. So uh, let's go over the week, Nick, if that's all right. Uh, I want to go over the stock market. And what I do in terms of like the weekly and stuff like that, I always take a look at CNN money because uh, it always gives me the weekly. But uh, I guess money, I was at Market Watch is a good one. So let's go ahead and go to Market Watch instead. If you're watching this or listening to this podcast at home or in the car, uh, a good thing would be to possibly pause it if you're in the car, wait till you get home, and then you have your screen because we're going to go over a couple things, right, Nick? Yeah, we'll go over some stuff. I mean, we'll talk about some charts, and this is only for next week, right? So if you guys like the content, we'll do it. Yeah, we'll do it more often, and uh, that, that's kind of important is just to kind of give everyone an approach to want to listen to what we have to say. So, again, it's not going to be death by just talking, talking, talking. Uh, our podcasts are going to run maybe half an hour at max. So again, yeah. Yes, yes. Maybe you like the podcast in the future and you want to ask some questions. Yes. Maybe we can get into that. Yeah, definitely. We could find a way. Uh, Discord members, uh, if you are interested in asking a podcast question in the future, uh, you could DM me or Nick and just say podcast question and we'll answer on the next one. Uh, but I think with what we do in terms of videos yeah, every night, pretty much covers it covers a lot, right? I, I don't think it's overkill. That's one thing I've noticed. It is not overkill. I, I know for a fact uh, people that follow us, members or even just followers, information is just something that they love. Different perspectives. That's so important, especially when you have a lot of noise in the market. Would you agree? Absolutely. Uh, um, you know, the, the biggest thing is, uh, you know, just giving that, Give your perspective, you know, and again, we've been in the market a long time. Mm -hmm. So you're just giving perspective on what you see, um, what you think, uh, you know, and, and at least, you know, at least with the, especially with the masterclass, you guys learn, you know, I mean, learn, that's yeah. one of the biggest things. And uh, even with the blog, I know that helps yeah. a lot of, the, a lot of the, the guys. So the biggest thing with us, I think is, um, you know, look, it's not just about signals. The, the, the deal is with us is we want you guys to learn. Yes. We want you guys to understand why is this happening? What is your rationale? Not just based upon, you know, what we think, you know, I had a dream or whatever that is crazy. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So you, you want to just, um, uh, you, you want to just 
Yeah, I mean, uh, bear markets, bull markets, it don't matter. We've been here, um, as everyone knows, especially those who have listened to the podcast. Um, let's go ahead and go over the, the market today and kind of we'll kind of just run it down. We'll go. I, I call around the horn on the morning note. Uh, so the S&P this week closed down 0.28% on a five-day basis. Not exactly, you know, nothing to be afraid of, I would say. Uh, on a one-month basis, the S&P, again, 30 rolling days, uh, 2.68%. I mean, not exactly, the indices are not exactly moving the way you would expect a short squeeze. But individual names are where the opportunity is. Right, so we've been, again, watch this, guys, you know, we've, we've been just in a consolidation range, and that's why we have not touched the indexes lately, at least with options. Right, right. right. Even futures have been difficult. Well, yeah, and I said that like the other night. Maybe right, right. I said, listen, futures, guys, you got to be really good to be playing this right now. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, you're just, you're, I mean, look, you can be tradable, but... I think right now, again, I always tell the, the guys, the students, you got to know when to, what what weapon are you going to use, right? You yes. You use futures, right? Options. What 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 scenario are you dealing with? And right now, I think the best thing to do is be getting strength from the individual names. You right. Know, I think that that's your best bet because the charts look better. Well, we, we, well listen, you know, I, I don't want people to think that we're just call option capital. We hit puts today. We had that AMD. I talked about this more uh, this evening on the YouTube. Uh, if you haven't checked it out, I did a market recap for the week on YouTube. That's going to replace the newsletter for the week. Last week, I did a newsletter. So again, what I like doing is going back and forth to what works for you. Some people like reading. Some people like watching. That's fine. So we'll just alternate back and forth. Uh, but here, this is something I want to pick your brain on, Nick. Uh, you have a very kind of an in-tune approach to the market. You would say ES is probably your biggest barometer. Would you agree? I would say that that's, that gives me a good idea of at least where I should I should be expecting the overall market to go in regards to the names that I'm trading. Right. Okay. Now, again, that's just an instrument. We can't just focus on that. Right. You know, again, if you, you know, you'll, you'll realize that in regards to trading, it's, it's an art and a science. So you have to be in it. You have to have the screen time. You've yeah. got to just be in it for a period of time, you know, okay. right. in, order to, in order to really get your rhythm down. You're not Everybody has their own rhythm. Everybody has their own style and, you know, everybody can do their own thing. And, you know, if you like to play puts, if you like to be a bear, there's nothing wrong with that. If you like to play calls, like to be a bull, there's nothing wrong, nothing wrong with that either. I love to be bullish. Well, I, mean, I, don't, I don't know anyone who doesn't like to be bullish. Well, there's some short sellers and I hate them. I'm yeah, kidding. I hate yeah, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, listen. Guys, in order to have a market, you have to have sellers. I don't care what anyone says. You can't just buy forever. You need someone to sell it to you. So remember, when you're buying a stock or you're buying an option, the person has to sell it to you kind of rooting against you, let's just say, right? It's a straight up uh, heads, heads up match in poker. You know, uh, the person selling the option to you at a premium, he's betting that it goes the opposite way. If he's selling covered calls, for example, there's always a, a counterparty, guys. You know, I, I hate to say this, and, and but it's very crude. But not crude, but it kind of very, very simplified. Excuse me. Uh, one man wins, one man loses. Every time you close a profitable trade, you took money from someone. You know, their loss becomes your profit. And sometimes your loss becomes their profit. And I think if you kind of have that perspective in terms of trading that, you know, it's not that it's a game, but it's more of a skill approach to gaming or a skill, a skill game, let's just say. Uh, but you are risking something. What anyone says, it's gambling. I mean, it, it, 
Yeah, you got to find your stuff. Whatever you like to do, you can make money in both directions. Yes, you can. But again, it's difficult to get there. It's difficult to get there. Again, we, again, you have to be in it. Right. You, you, you know, you have to be in it for the long haul. You have to develop that skill set. And that's something that is non-transferable. You know, we, yep. you're going to learn things that obviously you will have things that will guide you mm -hmm. and will tell you what you should be looking at. But it depends on how you approach. It depends on what you like to do. Yes. And yeah, you're a scalper, like you're a swing trader. Like what suits your personality? Day, day trader. Yeah, I mean, I think that's something that most new traders kind of have an issue with in the beginning is kind of trying to find their niche. Um, just like anything else, you, you know, it's better to be great at one thing than okay or good at many things, in my opinion. Absolutely. Uh, I don't want to be a Swiss Army knife. I want to be just a knife. I just want to be the knife, the best knife I could be, whether it's a bread knife, a steak knife, or, you know, whatever, a cleaver. Uh, you just want to have that. And, and I think every day, the more you spend time on the screen, in a way, it's kind of sharpening that. And, you know, one thing I, I never, ever said or even expect is that I'm always right. I mean, and I never thought about, oh, I want to just be right all the time. I want to get it right. And it, it can, market will humble your ass fast, man. Let me tell you, the the market will humble your ass because the market can be in, can be crazy longer than you can be solvent, right? Isn't that kind of, Absolutely. you know, so a lot of people who are just like fundamentals, fundamentals, the market, look at this, credit card, it, it doesn't work that way. You know, it, price action is everything. What is someone willing to pay? You know, who's going to pay the most and who's going to sell for the least? That's a market. So, uh, Nick, you got a couple of things that you want us to take a look at today. Let's go ahead and bring up the charts together. Uh, if you're listening from home, uh, what's the first stock that you have in mind? Well, let's go ahead and give me two. We got to give some people to be excited for stuff. All right. But this is watch list talk. This is what we're sent on Sunday or, or Monday will be sent. Sunday. Markets close Monday. All right. So give, what's something in your radar, Nick, that it's flashing to you like – Wow, this looks like a great setup. Again, we don't know the market's closed, but what is a great setup to you right now? All right, so we don't know what's going to happen on Monday. Monday, the market's closed. I do know what is happening. Yes. <laughs> I know what's going to happen on Monday. Nothing, nothing. <laughs> yeah. My point is that, look, I think that's what's trending. we got to see what we get, obviously. But the fact that tech closed above its uptown today was a big deal. When you say tech, you're talking about Qs? Let's go to QQQ. already today. So we're probably going to see a little bit of a pop. You know, I think it's going to be a dead cat bounce. Yeah. Just because of seasonality. We know that, look, we're putting in lower highs now. We're starting to get the ball turning into that, you know, February weakness, late February weakness, excuse me, and into March. We're starting, we're probably going to be, you know, buying again. But right now, we've had a great run. So I think when we look at tech, we could say, well, maybe we should shy away from that, at least to a degree. Do I want to play this gap fill here? Probably not. What, to the upside? To the upside. So, again, if you're watching or listening to this at home uh, with your headphones and you're looking at your screen uh, with your laptop or what have you guys, go ahead and bring up QQQ. We're going to do a two-year chart with the daily candles. And if you're looking very closely, make sure you have the futures that you can actually get this quote. Uh, you do have a gap on QQQ. Yeah, so you have after hours, excuse me, I'm thinking futures, but you need after hours uh, show and pre-market. Um, so again, very, very important. But we have a gap to fill to the upside now of around 303.15. We close at 301.16. That's above the 20-day moving average. How important is that 20-day moving average? So we're not there yet. Well, give me the weekly. The, the, oh, so, what, wait, hold on a second. When it comes to weekly, 
Let's make sure that the everyone knows what we're talking about. You're going to go to a three-year period weekly candle. So when we say weekly, daily, one hour, four hour, even 15 minute, we don't. Those are the candles. Those are the candle closing. So again, if we say a one-hour chart on a 20-day basis, again, the 20-day being our 20-day moving average, we always watch that. But again, the one-hour candles are usually what we use in order to trade options, especially for either same week expiry or next. So again, let's give a little context. So you think of it, you think of, you can think of the hourly as kind of like an observation deck. This is where you're observing. Yeah. This is sure. You know, short-term price action. Short-term price action. You may not be necessarily making your decisions off of that, but it's one of the components that you're making your decisions. Uh, yeah, I would say the trends begin on the daily. Right. The and trends begin on the daily, but 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 the noise happens on the hourly. That's kind of how I've always seen it. The trend. I think on the minute, the fifteen minutes. Well, okay, that's a strobe light. You're killing me. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing. Yeah, man, I'm not doing. You know, listen, I'm a little too old for that techno music, man. I'm not fist bumping. No, 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 no. I'm home at night, man. I'm in bed by ten. I gotta be up in the morning. So no club space for me, Nick. You're killing me with the fifteen minute, one minute chart. But I like. Yeah, I. Okay, fair. Look, scalpers do. The high frequency traders, scalpers. Yeah. You're looking through. You're looking at this price action. The issue is, is that's not how we trade. And look, it's not to dis, dis to disrespect any strategy. Sure. There are so many ways to skin a cat. There are so many ways to trade. But at least the way that we do things, it's more of a you know broad based approach. It's I always like to equate this to a microscope, right? So yeah. if you're in a lab, mm -hmm. right? If you're in a laboratory, you have a, a microscope and you're looking at a slide. Right? right, and then you zoom in and zoom out. Right, so first you want to, if you zoom in all the way, you're not going to know what you're looking at. But you're a scientist, aren't you? What? This is prior. Oh, prior. Well, don't this come on, prior. don't be bashful. The, the, Tell them the, the you're the a scientist. What? In a prior life. In a prior life. So prior you life. you actually have a degree in biology. In science. Yes. In science. Yes, I was an organic chemist. Okay. So just so I'm, you know, guys, that's smarter than me. I'm just saying that <laughs> the point here is that we cannot look at. This the minutia. We want to look at the bigger picture if we're trying to make money. Yes. At least the way that we trade. It doesn't matter how you trade. It just matters that you you know you get things uh, you you get things right, and everything that you do kind of coincides with how you're looking at things. You know what I mean? If we look at things on the one minute and then we're looking at things on the daily or the or the bigger time frames, mm -hmm. that's given us a skewed perception. So we can't really you know you can't derive a lot of information from there. So the biggest thing, I think, at least the way that we train, the way we do the masterclass, is primarily, you know, you know, you can look at the smaller time frames, maybe for entries, but the biggest thing is more so, again, if you're looking at a slide or you're a microscope, are you going to zoom in first? Or are you going to zoom out first to look at the specimen? You're going to look at the bigger picture, and then you can go ahead and zoom in. But right. don't zoom in too much because you're going to miss the details. Right. And I, I would, I would equate, I always say like the one minute chart, the five minute chart, 15 minute chart. It's kind of like a strobe light. Uh, like it's, it's like techno music, light. techno music, you know, you need hard hitting big baseline. Mm, 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 yeah, man. Listen, I'm a little, yeah. That's just what yes. Then I'll get guys. That's I think it. Nick bottled up perfectly. Uh, many ways to skin a cat, obviously. Um, you don't have to trade this way, no. but again, this is what I, what we do. Um, so back to the three week, uh, three year weekly chart, three years being the period of time of the actual chart, the weekly candles. And we actually had a technically green week on QQQ based on the candles that I'm seeing. Uh, we bounced off the 50 weekly moving average, which has been a key level because that is slightly above a key resistance level of a right around 295 or so, 295.87. So again, as long as we kind of stay in that 
in that area. Um, 295 being our previous resistance. Now that becomes our support. Uh, would you say it would be prudent to think that that 295 could hold us support towards the tail end of February? So again, let's just say a, a spade of spade, $6 move on NASDAQ up or down. What would you be leaning towards? Would you say you're more likely to get to 307 or 295 by end of February? You are more likely to reach lower than that before the end of February. You think that that 295 the support could break? Yes. And again, I'll just say this. The way that I look at this is, say, I, I'll say this. Mm -hmm. You break to 98, you have some support around 295, 294. At that point, you want to see if that holds and maybe you can play a bounce. If not, you break that, you're going at the 100 day on the daily, which is right around 297. If we take a look, we're going for the 200. Yeah, uh, which one? 298, 48 for the 200? Yeah. So you're going to make your way back. Again, guys, we had the same price action back in August. Oh, but this okay. is not a bear market rally. This is okay. Now is the time to see. Yes. Oh, you you're oh, so you're of the camp that the bulls need to prove to you. No, I'm of the camp that I'm of the camp that we need some retesting. That's all. Oh, fair. Camp. Listen, we I have said this many times on and YouTube you know, that we want a consistent uptrend in stocks without not too much volatility. Oh. What we don't want is green shoots 300 points That's in a day. It's not sustainable. We saw this in 2022 and 2021 with the meme names and everything like that. So again, again, a structured bull market. I hate to say it, bull markets are not exactly super exciting. You want excitements, you want a bloody bear market because that's where volatility kicks in. And remember, volatility is not just to the downside. Volatility is to both ways. Again, a violent move. That's what volatility is. And again, the VIX is telling us, at least right now, trading at 2002. We close above 20. We always say that below 20 is a pretty bullish signal, right? But above 20 now, let's go to the VIX. And I'm going to go to the VIX here. And again, I want to go ahead and... Again, it's skewed. We know that doing price action on the VIX isn't the smartest thing on the planet, but we're just going to do it anyway. And honestly, guys, we're right at the same support that we were in August. So again, you made a great point about August and the retesting. I'm going to have to counter that. And the only reason I'm going to counter that is because the mar the moving averages have been broken to the upside where August has not. You have you have things that have taken place with this previous breakout, with this breakout as we've had mm -hmm. at least over the past month or so, mm -hmm. that have shown criteria that we do not match. We are not in the same we're not in the same environment that we were back in August. Yes. Okay. Right. So that I will attest to. Yeah, we have a lot a lot higher uh, Fed funds rate. So imagine that. Yeah, exactly. Treasuries yeah. are you're, 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 you're seeing you're seeing yields grow. Well, bonds selling, bonds being sold, yields going higher. Yes. Yields going higher. So the point is, is that even when you take a look at yields, okay, where were we when well, yields were this high? Well, how about this? The August yields on the ten-year was right around two point seven. Right. We are not at three point eight two. We are so much higher. That's my counterpoint. This is the point. Yes. So all I'm saying is that, you know, we get a nice, we get that pullback seasonality as we, you and I both know. Yes. Towards the tail end of February. We're buying it. Okay. So you're saying, okay, you know, I'm going to put your feet to the fire here. Give me a level where in your mind, the S&P would reach where you're saying this is a buyable dip. Where it would be scorched. No, no, that's scorched earth. Where you're saying to yourself, it hit here. This is where you want to add some risk. 3,900. 3900. Why is that? Because that's near the trend line. That would be, again, 
most the hundred DMA. This, when we break out, you're going to go back and retest. Not always, especially but, gaps, but, but we don't have any. Yet. You're going to go back and retest a breakout point, yes. especially a major one. So let's blow up. Let's start blow up for the SPY. Let's do it. ES. S and P. All right. Yes, we're going to bring up ES on what okay. time frame? So actually, I would say where things get ugly is below thirty eight hundred. That's where yeah. you're falling back into that bearish yep. channel where you're going to be like, oh shit. We would, we would need, in my opinion, for us to get to 3,800, in my opinion, I think we would need a lot more deterioration, let's just say, and I'm saying that lightly, in terms of the geopolitical situation, whether it's China and the United States, whether it's a Taiwan issue, whether it's a Ukraine-Russia, uh, you know, again, it could get ugly. And again, I, I don't want to minimize what's happening over there, you know, and just make it in the perspective of just money, because these are human beings. Okay, but again, this is a podcast talking about the market. So again, that you would need something, a catalyst that strong. I don't think that the Fed raising rates, which we already know that they're doing and have done, is going to be enough to get you to thirty eight hundred. I think thirty nine hundred would be the area where you're where you're scooping it up. That's that's the way I look. Well, it, that, that would be the support of December, and boy, at that whoa, that's that's interesting. Thirty nine hundred, you're, you're getting in. How about thirty nine hundred? Would you say thirty nine hundred nibble? Thirty nine hundred, you're getting in because if okay. thirty eight hundred breaks, you're getting out. Thirty eight hundred breaks, you're getting out. If yes, because you then the way I look at this is you're falling back within that bearish channel. You're getting back. Yeah, to again that, that trend line. Nastiness. Now keep in mind when he says getting out, I don't think you mean the stocks you own if it's no, for a four hundred one k or anything. You're not about trading. You're yes. you're leaning towards. Thirty-nine fifty-one being uh, the two hundred day moving average, and again the saying goes, "Nothing good happens below the two hundred day." Peter Lynch said that. Keep I believe. in mind, mm -hmm. you know this. Yes. What was the Powell put area? What was the area that we broke out of? What 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 was what preceded the summer rally? Thirty-nine twenty. That was your mm. area that where you had that lift off. Right after the July, I believe it was at the end. What I'm saying was it July? Uh, thirty-nine twenty was the breakout point from the July. Uh, let me look at it. Let me zoom in a little bit for July. July thirty-nine twenty was the level. Yeah, that was right on the eighteenth. Yeah, we had a really good, strong Ooh. bullish price action See, there. That to me, like we say in the office, that's that power put area. So wow. you're looking for this to hold up. If that you might get, we may get some weakness into February. I, I think we do. I, I know Carlos thinks we do. I do. We're going to get some weakness after this move. We just want to see if 3900, 3920 holds up. If it does, that is the basically where we broke out from in in July, which gave us that summer rally. Mm. So if that holds up, you're in good hands. And remember, we still have a golden cross. We still do. we still have the fifty over the two hundred. Um, again, I said this on YouTube, I said that, you know, as long as we're above the trend line, yeah. uh, you're pretty much buying those dips and that's what the market has done. Uh, so, you know, let's go ahead and pivot. Uh, you know, we want to go too long. Go ahead and give me some stocks that you're watching. Give me two of those, uh, on the watch list and we can go over them. Go ahead. So the first one would have been Caterpillar. We talked about that. Well, Caterpillar, we talked about this uh, morning. We talked about that. The main thing now is if you, if you guys take a look at the, the majority of the tech stocks, you'll see that. The majority of them are in consolidation, uh, excuse me, a consolidation period. What we want to look at, especially least, after earnings, especially after earnings, this is normal, guys. Again, 
cyclicality of things. You guys will note this over the over years of time. Yeah. See this. So, Even healthcare rotated out, and they got they caught a nice bid today. They were the winners of the day. Let's take a look at the, let's take a look at Matt, for example. Well, let's go ahead and start with Cat. What do you got on Cat? Right, so Sorry about that. So Cat again is going to be on the watch list. Uh, how much is thing is that volume is typically lagging. We don't usually have a lot of volume. I know today we do. Well, let's take but a look at it. Change. Well, the re- the reason that cat the reason that volume matters is because the spreads are wide on Caterpillar. If we take a look at the actual options chain for February twenty fourth, that would be what we would be looking for. And I was telling Nick today in the morning. Uh, let's say we take a look at the chart. Bring up the daily chart, guys. I don't want to end up uh, running out of time. Two fifty one seventy five is your twenty day moving average. That's my alert to the upside. There is a gap to fill upside to two sixty one. You're hitting that. So that's our target. So again, the only thing that has volume are the two fifties. We don't want those too expensive. The two fifty fives have volume. One thousand involved. Two fifty five strike Feb twenty four. But there's a ten cent spread, meaning the difference between the bid and ask. Right off the rip, if you're buying those options. You're down 10 cents per, and you're already down. So, again, it's important to find those tightening spreads. A Tesla, an Apple, a Spy, a Qs, they're going to have tighter spreads because more people trade those options. I love Caterpillar as a stock. Investment Club will tell you. But, again, the problem with Caterpillar or these value names on the options market is that the spreads are wide. So, again, you just have to be careful. I like the chart. We haven't broke anything. But the spreads are a bit wide. What was the next Meta. one you had? Meta. Meta, formerly Facebook. Me, it's very, as we say in the office, Andy. Yes. Money daddy. That's what. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The reason being is just because, look, he had the good earnings breakout. Okay. So when we look at this, we can say, okay, he had that earnings breakout back from the beginning of September. We're on the daily chart of Meta. Right. So it's about, I think it's around, uh, right after, right around the second week of uh, September, excuse me, right around the second week of September, we have a gap down uh, in 2022. And so now what's going to happen after the earnings gap, what it appears to me, when I look, when I see this, I say, look, at or below 166 and change, 166.50 or so, that's the way I see it. I know Carlos has an alert here, 167. He's right. For the downside. That's the alert to let let us know, hey, pay attention. So right in here, we're going to start to look for that gap fill back to 161. Let's go ahead and take a look at that. Well, there's a gap to fill. That fills. That, Not this fill. This one. Oh, the first one. Yeah. That was the okay. September 161 gap. 161 and change. But that's filled, technically speaking. So no, it's not, it not filled. Well, again, your price discovery was above it, so that's considered a fill. Just a heads up, guys. There's no fill. Again, the the, okay, if you're seeing just on the fill sense, but again, technically sense. speaking, it's been filled. In my opinion, and I like where your head's at, if we break below 167.25 with some downturn on the cyclicality. You're playing the 160s all day long and you're getting out at 165. I would do the 155s. You can do that too. I would do the 155 puts. It gives you a little bit out of the money. Uh, I don't see the IV being too expensive. And the spread is good. The spread is pretty good. About a two cent spread depending on the option. Uh, the 160 uh, puts for next week, again, we didn't break anything. It's right around yeah. 5,000 involved. And you have to expand a little bit if you want to take a look at the 155s. Uh, that, that, again, this is for next week. Very, very cheap. And again, that's not something that I want to do at this current moment. Extremely out of the money. But again, a break of 167.25. That's your 20-day moving average. Again, that's your momentum indicator. 
Again, I like Meta too. I like this trade a lot, but again, I need the break. Maybe well, we get it's... some text pullback. Yeah. If we do with seasonality approaching, sure. Again, guys, seasonality is just another indicator. It may not work. It may not be like gap fills. Same it, thing. It, it, exactly. So it may not come it, 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 on Tuesday or Wednesday, but it's one to definitely pay attention to. At least as of now, as of this close on Friday, being is that how we've closed today. Although tech is holding up, you're starting to see the rest of the indices weaken a little bit. SPY, IWM. I don't be able to have a green day today, it but, it, green day but it's chopped. It's chopped. But you're getting chopped. The point is, is that just keep an eye on it. That's all I'm saying. I just said, listen, again, when do you take a trade? When do you get the trigger? So I'm just saying, add it to your watch list. Keep an eye on it. If it breaks down, we can go ahead and play the retest of what? The earnings breakout that we just had prior. The only thing I also want to add there on the watch list real quick is the dollar index. That's dollar sign DXY on a thinkorswim platform. You need to place an alert above 105. If we break 105, guys, just keep in mind that it will add more weakness to tech. Value stocks are not as affected by the dollar as tech stocks would like yields. So again, a break of 105, you would expect more weakness to the downside, especially on Qs, tech, meta, AMD. We traded AMD puts today. We caught that for 30%. So again, we have a lot of options here, but again, Unless we see a concrete setup where our alerts are broken, right now you're sitting on your hands, especially in a short week. I can tell you firsthand, short weeks are killer. Short weeks are very killer. Guys, listen, we have been on a great run. And listen, there are times where you're going to have incredible runs. Uh You're going to have drawdown periods. You guys know this. The the issue is just make sure your risk is in check. Make sure you're, at least the way that I see it, keep your risk in check. I wouldn't make any trade better than the other, you know, yeah. you, you, you want to, the, the way that I look at it is keep things uniform. Yeah. Okay. Yes. If you go to, if I go 2%, maybe I'll go 4%. On it, depends. Trade. it just depends. It depends on the momentum, the momentum. It depends on the volume, the volume. And also what's happening in the broader market. Are we breaking down? Yes, that's true. And, and you're absolutely right. You, you listen, you're, pre- you're preaching to the choir here. I think everyone can. I, I think everyone can agree on what we're trying to say in terms of uh, in terms of the market. Again, the macro is so important. Uh, that's why the dollar and the yields and the VIX is so important. Again, bonds. How important are bonds? Uh, high yield credit caught a bit today. So uh, maybe we hit some kind of short term resistance. Take a look at TNX, guys. We hit some resistance here, right around three point nine percent from the December highs. So again, right now, how do we call it? Oh man, we got to see how we open. Uh, I would not be surprised if we break 4,100 on Tuesday. Uh, that's definitely possible. Maybe we retest that trend line to 4,126. It's going to be a choppy session, uh, choppy we week. Break. And again, I think until you break 4,223 ES, which would be a 20% high or a boost from the lows, that is a new bull market. We're going to get there. We're not going to get there next week. Not now and not next week. Yes. In my opinion, I don't think we do. But I'm saying yeah. into March, you're, you're buying. Yeah. Get in. Yeah, well, there That's you go. Like well, Nick is animated. I'm with it. So, again, we'll leave it there. Nick, thank you for your time, man. I hope this was fun for everybody. Uh, you know, again, it's more of a laid back approach to podcasting. And uh, again, we're trying to make this fun. Yeah, this is so serious it. every single freaking day. I know it's very serious, but again, uh, you've been doing it for so long. God, we're so used to everything. I we're know. so used to it. But, but, but COVID, 2018, 2016 election. 
2022, the uh, the rich people recession, I call it. Uh, but yeah, things the facts change, and you have to change your approach with it. So again, every day is day by day, and uh, have a great weekend. Nick, any yes, final guys. words for everybody? <laughs> no, guys. I mean, have a great weekend. Uh, enjoy, enjoy the long weekend. And um, just be ready for next week. Again, uh, the guys that are tuning in, pay attention to the watch list. And it will be up on Sunday night, maybe Monday. Yeah. But it will be ready for the week to come. Hey, is it Tuesday yet? I wish. I'm ready. I'm ready. Have a great rest of your weekend, guys. Enjoy President's Day. Cheers.